You're listening to the Platte River Bard. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Platte River Bard. This is Chris Berger. And I'm Sherry Berger. And in our episode today, we will talk with Barbara Bartle of the Lincoln Community Foundation, a foundation which raises money for nonprofits, including arts organizations in Lancaster County. Barbara Bartle has been the president of the Lincoln Community Foundation since 2010. She was also the president of the Foundation for Lincoln Public Schools for 18 years prior to her time at Lincoln Community Foundation. During her career, she worked with Dick Walters, a local well-known impresario who brought performing arts and artists to Nebraska. She also worked with the volunteers at the Friends for the Lead for many years before coming to the foundation. And in 2019, she was awarded the Grace Abbott Award for her work with the Nebraska Children and Families Foundation. Barbara spent many years at the start of her career as a school teacher from Cozad, Nebraska, and is taught in Elmwood and Blair, as well as Cozad. She hopes to inspire the Lincoln community by providing leadership and resources to build Lincoln. Thank you for Zooming with us today. Yes, we really appreciate absolutely. it. Absolutely. Happy to. <laughs> so how did you get into this field? Why did you decide to go into fundraising? Because you worked in the school system. Well, I started in early in elementary education. So I taught for about seven and a half years early in my career. I started my career in 1973 in Elmwood, Nebraska. Oh, Elmwood. Yeah, I was a second grade teacher. I taught in Blair. I was a fourth grade teacher. And then my hometown is Cozad. And I taught fifth grade. And at that time, it was called Title I Reading. So I have teaching experience. And then I moved to Lincoln with my two children and substitute taught quite a bit in the Lincoln Public Schools. And then I had a business with a business partner for several years. And then the LEAD Center opened. And I was the first coordinator of volunteers for the LEAD Center Mm. when it opened. And it was not the ushers. They really had two people. They had one person that worked with the ushers. And because the building was new, I worked with tour guides and the Friends of LEAD. Uh, But for your show, it might be interesting to know, as a volunteer, when I was living in Cozad, there was an impresario from Omaha, Dick Walters. And like other competition of his, I'm trying to remember, Columbia Radio, Columbia Concerts, presented concerts in small communities across the state. And so Dick Walters, wondered if COZAD would like to have an entertainment series and asked one of the community leaders asked if I would help get that started. And so that's really how I learned how to put a board together. Dick had great experience. It was just a wonderful experience. And, you know, it's really fun when you look back on your career. One of the things I'm proud of is that that organization is still going today. (laughs) Wonderful. And, um, it's really fun to think back about having a a small part to do with that. So that was really my first experience with fundraising and, and it was fun that it was for the arts. And then, so when I started with the lead center and I was coordinator for the friends of lead, um, that's when we were starting everything, starting giving categories, giving levels. And we also started what was called chapters of the lead 
communities. For instance, Fremont started a chapter of the lead and they would bring groups of people in for the shows and we would take runouts to their communities. And so about that time, the position opened for the Foundation for Lincoln Public Schools. And so I applied for that and started that in 1992 and was there for 18 years. So really, that was great because it combined my teaching love for education and then my love for fundraising. And so there for 18 years. And then now I've been at the Community Foundation for 10. That's amazing. So interesting how our careers wind and and, um, how we end up where we are. Yes. I've been very fortunate. So is so. What do you enjoy the most of, about your career? What's the thing that you love the most about what you do? People often ask me, "Oh, how can you ask people for money?" It that is not that is not the way it works. It's just such a privilege to get to work with donors who, number one, they're donors, so they care, you know. Yeah. And so to help them, generally, every donor has areas that they're passionate about. And I have the fun role of helping them connect to what they're passionate about and help make gifts to support those organizations. So it's, it's just really a privilege to help donors complete the donations that they want to make Mm -hmm. and help them and oftentimes establish something that will continue on forever when it's an endowment that they're establishing. Right. You know, I think there are some arts organizations out there that are afraid to ask for money. So it's wonderful that you're yeah. that you're doing what you do because you basically hook up donors and projects in some circumstances. That's right. That's mm-hmm. great. So how are you fun- funded? How is the Link- Lincoln Community Foundation funded? Well, we're so fortunate. Um, and I did not realize that all community foundations were not like this until I went to my first national conference. But We are so fortunate that our founders in 1955, shortly after we were founded, they established a benefactor program. And they, over the years, we still have this program, have asked donors who care about this community, want the community to continue to have the opportunity to support our nonprofits. If they would become a benefactor, And when they started this, it was a $25,000 individual gift. And those gifts go into an operating endowment. And so now all of these years later, um, we have a really nice endowment for one. Mm -hmm. So that funds about a third of our operations. And then we have fees on all of those endowments that we've established over the years. And... So between fees and the endowment, what we're happy about is that we do not have to compete with the nonprofits and do our own fundraising for ourselves. Yeah. So it was very visionary of our founders because if if we're going to be an organization that's here forever, Mm -hmm. we have to be sure that we have the capacity to do that. So we're very, very fortunate. And, And I didn't realize how fortunate we were until I realized during the recession, so many community foundations were struggling. How are they going to survive? So we're very fortunate here. Wonderful. Is there a lot of private donors then, or are any of these funds something that you're getting from the federal government or any of those? No, 
No, no, it's all philanthropy. Okay, it's all ah. individual. Wow. That's a huge right. undertaking. That's the importance of benefactors, you know, still. Yeah. That's a program today. And people that want to make sure that the foundation is here forever can support the benefactor program. Wow, so. that's neat. And you have a grant arm as well, right? Right. So then if you think about what happens is, um, as I mentioned, I have the great, and so do our other development officers. We get to work with donors, whatever they're passionate about. And as long as it's a nonprofit in this community, we can establish funds for them. And so the reason we're able to put funds in or support be the backbone for Give to Lincoln Day or COVID-19 or Prosper Lincoln is because throughout all these years, donors have established funds at the Community Foundation. And we now are able to, because of all those donations, there's no other funding. Yeah. It's all philanthropy. We're able to do these things in the community. And as long as we all continue to contribute yeah. while we're here okay. for the next generation, you know, it'll keep going, which is really a powerful thing. That's great. So how does your Lincoln Gives Day work? There's a matching function as well, I right. would imagine. Right. Um, so um, Give to Lincoln Day is on May 28th. It's an online platform. That's how it originated. And we can talk about that in a minute too. But what we've done now, this is our ninth year. We've always established a match prior to the day. So this year, the Community Foundation contributed $300,000. And then we made asks of sponsors. Westgate Bank is our lead sponsor. And now we have a total of $500,000. Wow. You don't know until the end of the day what percentage uh, the nonprofits will receive of that $500,000 until we see the total. But they receive a share. Generally, almost every year, it's been about 10% is the proportional share. So we based it on last year. We were $5 million, $5.6 million, but we based it on, you know, about 10% of $500,000 match. Wow. So and we're excited about that. Individ people can go online right now through May 28th. And, and there are 448 nonprofits that are signed up. The nonprofits, there's criteria to meet. This is a, a Lincoln-Lancaster County event. They have to have offices here and spend the funds that are raised here in Lincoln and Lancaster County. If you're not able to go online for some reason, we really encourage online giving. But you can mail a check and let and list the, the organizations you want to support. Make sure you make your check out to the Lincoln Community Foundation. Um, not to not to the other organ. You want it to come to the Lincoln Community Foundation, so it counts towards the match. Then on on um, Give to Lincoln Day, the leaderboard will go live, and Give to Lincoln dot com will be open until midnight on May twenty eighth. So we know this year it is so important for our nonprofits, and they have been hit so hard. They're on the front lines of providing the support for our most vulnerable. And yet even their operations are strained because they've had to cancel fundraisers. So many have spring events, auctions, and those have been canceled. And as you know, shows have been shut down. So it's just a very difficult time. And we just hope we know that this is a very generous community. Let's all come on May 28th or even today. 
and make our donations. That's great that you have that um, time before. I don't, I'm not sure if Omaha works that way or not, to be quite honest. So that's great that you have all that extra time. So how does the Lincoln Gives support the arts? So I assume out of that 440 some organizations, you've got a lot of art organizations in Lancaster County. Right. So right now, if you go online, you can select categories on the website, on the platform. And one of those categories is for the um, arts, culture, and humanities is how it's listed. We have 81 organizations listed Mm. there in Lincoln and Lancaster County. And there are things for theater, music programs, cultural centers, museums, festivals, so there are a lot of great choices. That's great. Yeah. I, I really hope that you have a, a fantastic giving day. Yeah, so I absolutely. know they can really use them. Oh, yes. Well, the other thing about the giving day that we probably people don't quite understand is um, when we started this, we were in the recession. And it was a really difficult time, again, for our nonprofits. And so we thought if we could do an inexpensive fundraiser for them, which is what we saw at our national conference. So we do a survey afterwards. And this is just so great for our nonprofits because most nonprofits spend less than $500 Mm -hmm. and they spend less than 20 hours Hmm. for this fundraiser. So, and the, and the third component that's really important is they have the database for the donors that contribute and they can build relationships and steward those donors to be continued to be their donors. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's an important day for our nonprofits. Yeah, it really is. Well, we'll we will do all we can to get the word out there and hopefully people will share this on social media so they can hear straight from you how this all works and how they can help their community. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Oh, we're happy to. What do you see as the most difficult hurdle during these times for uh, your organization right now? What is one of the hardest things that, since things have changed, that you've been uh, trying to deal with and trying to overcome? Well, I think for us to be all working, you know, many of us working remotely and to be, this is really our fundraising season if, with the Give to Lincoln Day. Yeah. And then working with the mayor's office and other private and philanthropic organizations. We also launched COVID-19, the response fund for Lincoln COVID-19. And so, I mean, these are both really big campaigns. So to be working remotely and to have some of our staff trying to be the teachers to their children, at the same time they're working full time. It's been, it's been very busy, but we're very grateful that we can do this and that we have the capacity to do this. Yeah. I bet some of your, events have been canceled as well uh, yeah so right it's affected you right well. we had our our annual donor recognition event we are honoring Dwayne and phyllis ackley this year with our charity award and nice um so we postponed it to september we'll just have to see how everything yeah. unfolds wait and see that's so, what everybody's yeah. doing yeah right yeah And I read an article on you, or maybe it was a video, where you talked about some of the female role models that you've had during your career. And I thought that was super interesting. Do you want to talk about those? Because I know you've been inspired by certain people, and I can relate. Well, I'll I'll just, I'll I'll start with one that comes to mind. uh, Not, well, I suppose it impacts the career as well. But 
I am just, I so admire the pioneers and their grit. And my great grandmother, they came to, from Sweden to north of Gothenburg and her husband died and she had, they had five children and she stayed. It's kind of at the beginning of the sand hills. So it's very, it's far north. And she stayed and raised her children in a sod house. And just, it's remarkable to me, the strength. And so I always think about the grit. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you think that you can't do anything more, you think about that great grandmother and it's like, I think I can dig a little deeper. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And, and, you know, and of course, then my mother and watching the highs and lows in her life and the grit that she had Mm -hmm. and, um, I'm so fortunate she lived to be a hundred. And uh, so that, that um, truly, I, I learned what I learned from my mother is how our entire life, we have to have purpose. Right. When she was 97, she moved to Lincoln. And so I got to be even closer to her and she crocheted caps for cancer patients. And I mean, it gave her purpose every day. She got up and she knit more caps for cancer patients. And so you can just see it never ends. You You always have to have purpose. Um, And then another career people I was so fortunate to work with, Sheila Griffin was the director of the LEAD Center when I started at the LEAD Center. And she's the one that was the impetus behind the Friends of LEAD. And that was just really wonderful. And then my teammates, And I started together when she's in fifth grade and she now is finished her college career. It's married, has two children. So she's just been, you know, I think when we hear teammates, we think of a mentor providing that role model for the mentee, but there is so much, probably I would say from my personal experience, the mentor learns so much more from the mentee. So, um, been a really wonderful relationship. That's nice. great. And you you grew up in Cozad, so not far from did. from here. So Nebraska, yeah. Nebraska raised and born. Not far at all. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. Well, your work is inspiring, and I'm so glad yes. that you're doing what you're doing for the Community Foundation. I know the arts organizations there appreciate all of the work that you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as well as we well, do. <laughs> thank you so much. Over here in Cass this. County. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for what you're doing too. We feel, well, thank you. We we feel kind of um, privileged because we get to go to Omaha and we get to go to Lincoln. We're right in the middle. It's true. And so we right. kind of get to experience both worlds. So it was kind of That's a perfect great. thing for us to do this. So yeah, yeah. Thank you for all Absolutely. you do. That's great. That's great. Well, thank you. We thank Barbara for her time to talk to us. To donate to Give to Lincoln, go to givetolincoln.com to help specific nonprofits and arts organizations in Lancaster County. Donations are matched through May 28th. Thank you for listening and supporting the arts in the Platte River area and beyond. Please subscribe to our podcast so you are sure to catch all of our future episodes and join us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Music for this podcast was used with permission by Screaming Skull Productions. See you next time on the Platte River Bard. <laughs>